How's it going, everyone? Wayne the Unknown here, and welcome to another episode of Geeking Out. I'm now going to be bringing in a new series called Cosplay Con Talk, which basically pertains to everything in the cosplay community and also conventions. I am joined here with my very first cosplay guest in a new segment called Get to Know That Cosplayer, and welcome Solstice Cosplays. Hey, Wayne. So... How are we doing tonight, Solstice? Doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I think this is going to be uh, turn out to be a good series. And to begin, um, how long have you been cosplaying for? Uh, I've been cosplaying for about two and a half years. My first con was uh, Rose City Comic Con in 2018. And what was that? Uh, what was Rose City like? I've, as you know, as I said, I've never been. Right. Uh, it's packed. Like, I'm, I'm sure that some people who have been to larger cons will laugh at, at my assessment of that, but as far as the number of people that I tend to see in one place, it was, it was very, very crowded, and there was an awful lot to look at. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen, like I said, I've seen pictures on Instagram of people going to Rose City, and I've heard stories... And yeah, it's it's a good time. And what was your uh, first cosplay for uh, Rose City Comic Con? So um, we were doing a group cosplay for Doctor Who. So we had a couple doctors, a couple companions, and I was a monster uh, from the episode The Waters of Mars, known as the Flood. Yeah, no, I just looked... <laughs> recently into what they look like they look basically they look like zombies with, with like weird veins coming from their mouths oh yeah yeah it's it's fun i i did a lot of work for for learning how to do makeup for that one and i think it turned out really well how long did it take for you to do the uh the flood makeup to just to get the, like the veins right and everything Gosh, it was so long ago, but I, I'd say it probably took me like an hour and a half from start to finish. Uh, I was I was staying with a friend, and she can probably tell me whether I'm completely off base, like I tend to be. But you know, okay. Um, Let's see. Um... So, um, what did you all do at, you know, for the group cosplay, the Doctor Who group cosplay for Rose City Comic Con? Did you guys enter any contest or just roamed around? Now we just roamed around. Um, yeah, we just sort of, it was, it was all themed and, uh, you know, sometimes we would get stopped for photos and we could do all six of us or I can't even remember how many of us there were. Um, but yeah. It was just, it was a group wandering around con. How many people uh, recognized your, your uh, cosplays? A lot of people recognized the, the doctors and the companions. I had a couple people recognize uh, the flood. And I actually, I, I got recognized while I was in line for a booth. And, uh, and I, <laughs> I, I got to, uh, to very, very slowly pretend to chase the person for about 10 feet and we just it was she was she was screaming like i was the actual monster and i was pretending to be a zombie and it was great 
Now, uh, for those um, who are thinking about going to, you know, for their first con, if and when COVID, you know, is over and done with, would you recommend Rose City Comic Con for someone's first con? Or with it being such a big con? Because like I said, I've heard stories. Is it, right. uh, is it, would, it, would it be something for someone who's wanted to go to con for their first con? I would say that um, it would probably be a con that you'd want to go to with a friend. Um, there, There is a lot there, which means that you can easily occupy yourself all weekend if you want to. Um, but also, if you've never been to a con like I hadn't, it, it's kind of odd to uh, to try and figure out where to get your tickets and what to do with your badge and that sort of thing. And there, there's just so much going on that can be it can be a bit tough to suss out what what you should do in real time. Gotcha. Now, before COVID hit, um, did you go to any uh, cons in 2019 before you know all that? all the mess that's going on now yeah i uh i went to three cons in 2019 i uh i started with miyako con and then it was rose city comic con and then kamori con now where is i've i've heard of miyako con is that located in still is that located in oregon or washington uh that's in oregon it's in the the salem kaiser area okay and uh what were your cosplays for those cons last year uh, in 2019 that one uh at miyako con i think yeah it was just the one i was um i was yang shaolong from ruby nice that's nice. that's my my standard cosplay and then um at rose city it was the wonder woman cosplay and then i was also uh buttercup from the princess bride nice. um and then we did a pretty laid-back uh, Harry Potter cosplay for the first day. And then for KomoriCon, it was... I did Yang again. And then I did Diana uh, from Sailor Moon, uh, her, her human form. Was that a cat? That was a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, when you go to cons, do you ever get uh, recognized by random passerbys at the conventions? Not usually. I mean, I'm I'm a pretty new cosplayer, um, so unless I already knew the person ahead of time, chances are they're they're not going to recognize me. I mean, I, I hardly even had an Instagram presence uh, before before COVID. So, if I'm going to get recognized, it's because of a character that I'm doing. Okay. What made you want to, you know, start cosplaying and, you know, and go and wanted to go to cons? Um, well, I was I was invited to to go to Rose City by some friends of mine, and I had already done a lot of uh, medieval type costuming, and I hadn't been able to do that so much. And so when the opportunity came up, it sounded fun. Might as well take the chance to go, huh? Yeah. Nice. Um, and speaking of all the cosplays you've done, are there some that you would ever want to, you know, bring back once COVID is over and done with? Or any 
Um, do you have any uh, cosplays that you want to eventually do once COVID oh, is yeah. over? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I I want to bring back... Um, I just remembered that I had my Miyako cons mixed up. Um, no, wait, I didn't. We're good. Um, yes, so I'm definitely bringing back Yang because I spent a lot of time making that one and it's it's one of my favorites and i'm so sorry that is my cat she has it a toy. is is you're you're completely <laughs> fine <laughs> and uh and so i i drafted that whole jacket from scratch and i i learned how to do color blocking and it's it's so fun um i have to bring that back um Another one that I cosplay from Ruby is uh, Oscar Pine, and I've I've done a pretty simplified version so far, um, and I really want to make a more complicated version. He changes costumes in in Volume Six, and I want to make the new one. It's really cool. Um, no. sorry. sorry. Go on, keep on. You can keep on going. Sorry about okay. that. Uh, in uh, at MiyakoCon of twenty twenty. I I debuted a uh, a Bond cosplay from Seven Deadly Sins, and that was really uncomfortable. But it's it's like a challenge that I need to overcome in order to to feel comfortable in that cosplay. But that was that was another drafting from scratch and learning a lot of techniques. I had seen that now. Um, I saw the wig. Did you make that wig or did you um, order it and had it custom made? Um, I bought it from Epic Cosplay and then I styled it myself. I've I've heard of um I've heard of Epic Cosplay before and they're a pretty good they're a pretty good site. Yeah, I mean I've only ordered from them a, a couple times, but so far their stuff has been pretty good. That's good to know. Um, let's see, um, trying to think of some more good questions here. Uh, now, do you have any, like, least favorite cosplays that you've done? Like, you're like, you've done them once and you would never want to do them again. Um, you know, actually, now that I think about it, I do. So, Buttercup from The Princess Bride, that was part of a group cosplay um, and it was because we were getting a photo with the the three cast members that were attending Rose City Comic Con, but it's just it's so far out of my personality that I'd I'd really rather explore other things. That makes uh, total and complete sense. Um, let's see. Now, are there? cosplays that you know you haven't done in so long and I, I believe i asked this question uh prior to starting this uh which you want to bring back yeah um that uh that flood cosplay actually i'm uh i'm doing more work with figuring out how to uh how to do like silicone prosthetics and i think that i could do some really awesome stuff with it if i tried it again Nice. Now, I've like I said, I've uh, looked at the pictures of the flood 
it looked like they had like their eyes were blacked blackened out. Is that something you'd be incorporating in your, you know, if you were to uh, bring it back? You know, I would love to, but at the moment, it's not really in my resources to get the eye exam that I would need to get that sort of uh, contact. So I would have to make do with something else. Gotcha. And you said you've uh, been uh, mentioned about sewing and making uh, costumes prior to, uh, you know, before you started cosplaying. How long have you been uh, doing that for? So I've been making costumes for myself um, since like 2012. I've been making my own clothing since maybe 2008. Um, but I, I really got into the into the costume aspect around uh, 2012 or thereabouts, um, and I've I've done mostly medieval garments, that sort of thing. Nice. And I remember um, asking before we started recording, you, you uh, try to keep them as authentic as uh, authentic as possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when so when you're doing historical recreation, reenactment, whatever you want to call it, whatever intensity you're going for, um, there are always things that don't translate or that you don't know. I don't personally have access to the Moy gown that was found in Ireland in a bog, and there's only so much that I can do if I wanted to recreate that. The but, Moy yeah, gown? I start... It's a, it's a, a gown that was, um, that's been dated to around the 14th century. And it's a wool gown that was, that was found in a bog in Ireland. Hmm. And, uh, it's, it's a really cool find cause it's, it's about as intact as you can get for, for a find that old. Interesting. Um, yeah, but you know, I, I do what I can. Like I, I try and use, um, natural fibers, wool, linen, uh, silk where it's applicable, that sort of thing. It's all going to be machine spun, machine woven. I'm probably going to sew it by machine unless I have the, the time and the inclination to sit down and sew it all by hand. But, you know, I, I try. It's, you know, it's totally understandable. So on the topic of making your own clothes and costumes, have you ever had to make costumes for other people. Yeah. Yeah, I love doing that. Um I I do a fair amount of commissions. Um been the, I've been doing those for for a few years and I've I've gotten better and better at it, but uh just this last year I made a full American Revolutionary War costume. Oh wow. Um for someone up in Portland. Now I take it that was like for a reenactment or something or you know, I'm not sure. I think uh, this is this is a person who who has a lot of different costumes on hand. is sort of a a a character, um, and uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll I'll see a a picture online of just them dressed up in something that they had lying around, and it's fantastic, and it's a Scythian costume or something like that so yeah it's it's around ready to be used nice 
And I'm sure that makes you feel proud of like when you see people post pictures of, you know, the work you did for them and everything for your costumes and everything. Every time. That's good. And it's a good thing. It's also a good thing that they give you that recognition too, because that, you know, that makes you feel proud of yourself that you, you know, you did something for someone and you know that they enjoy it. So that, you know, that makes you continue to keep on, you know, doing your passion and everything. Yeah. And, um, have you ever had any, um, just your costumes in general, whether it be a cosplay or a costume, have you ever had like any mishaps, like, you know, something torn, ripped, or, you know, just fell off your costume and, or stuff and stuff like that? Um, most of my cosplays have been fairly secure. Um, I've, I've done a lot of other things in different costumes. I've, I've performed with dance and I've, I've had the, the medieval costuming and I've, I've done a lot of figuring out what does and does not work. And so if anything, my cosplays tend to be over-engineered, so I don't have to worry about so many things. Well, that's good. Um, any recommendations for those who are, you know, wanting to get into costume making or for those who are starting out and on a budget, what would you recommend? Gosh. Um, so when I say over-engineered, I mean over-engineered. I probably put way too much work into it. Uh, personally, I hate glues. I do not like glues or tapes. Um, some people swear by them, but I... I'm telling you, every time I try and rely on a glue, it fails. Like a hot glue gun and, or super glue, gorilla glue, fabric glue, or? Any of those, even up to E6000, I don't know what it is about how I do glue, but it just doesn't work. Now, have you sewn by, uh, did you, when you started sewing, did you sew by hand or did you use a machine? Because I know some people prefer hand sewn from machine sewn. Yeah. Um, when I first learned to sew, I was about six years old. Um, and that was, that was all by hand. I didn't really learn how to use a machine properly until I started sewing regularly back in 2012. So I've, I've always been more comfortable with hand sewing, but I've, I've learned to get along with the machine. And, um, did you happen to use machine for your Evil Queen uh, cosplay that you were telling me about? Yes, I did. Yeah, that one was mostly my machine because I was trying to knock it out quickly. How long did that take? Because I know I've seen, you know, in Snow White how it's just like a lot of, and I mean a lot of purple and you got the black cape and everything. And then that, her weird cow thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was an adventure. Um so I'm terrible at tracking how long it takes me to do things. Um, but I would say that the, the gown itself, just the purple probably took me at least four hours. And then, um, the, the cape was actually pretty straightforward cause I, I just did a standard circular cape. Um, or semi-circular cape that I've I've done on historical costuming as well, and then the uh, the collar is actually plastic embroidery canvas that's been covered with fabric and trim. Plastic embroidery canvas. Mm-hmm. Nice and stiff. What is like? What is that uh, usually used for in terms of cosplaying? Um. 
Well, I'm, I'm not sure what other cosplayers use it for, but uh, for me, it was a thick and light um, structure that wasn't going to be affected if it got rained on or something like that. And then I could just use that as a really steady base for all of my decorations. Nice. Um, what kind of material did you use for her 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 weird cowl face cover thing that she that's uh, you know that she puts her crown over? Uh, that one I actually bought that one um, because it was a lot simpler. Um, it was uh, something that I found on Amazon. It is a cowl that is advertised for uh, for use underneath a headscarf. Okay, um, kind of like a, uh, I think it's called baklavas or balaclavas? Uh, sort of like that, depending on your definition. But okay. yeah, okay. it unlike, unlike those which are designed to, I think, cover like the nose and mouth as an option, this is designed to show the whole face. Okay, okay. Um, have you ever considered cosplaying more Disney villains, you know, after... Uh, the evil queen i've thought about it but i always get sidetracked by other things that draw my attention more gotcha um i take you enjoyed cosplaying as the evil queen from snow white it was fun that was the the first time i got stopped by some kids on the street <laughs> as i was walking <laughs> to con and they took a picture with me and that was great and uh what con did you do uh the evil queen for that one was for KimoriCon 2018. Nice. And um, what is, uh, speaking of KimoriCon, what is KimoriCon like? I've, like I said, it's a con I wanted to try to go to, but, you know, again, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, so KimoriCon's a good time. Usually I am staff, so I may not have, like, the full experience um, one thing I do know that gets a lot of people is that there's a lot of walking, but I always have a good time. Nice. Um, so what kind of staff work do you uh, usually do for KimoriCon? I volunteer at the ballroom. Nice. Nice. So um, I imagine like a lot goes on for the ballroom. Like, um, what... <laughs> What usually what events usually go in the ballroom? Because I've looked online, but I've never fully understood how that okay. all. If you don't mind explaining. Yeah. Um. So. At the at the ballroom during the day, uh, we've got, uh, dance lessons. So we'll teach things like swing and cha cha and tango and that sort of thing, and then in the evening we'll have events like we've got Kamori prom. And Kamori Ball. Usually, those are the two big ones. Now, does it cost to go to the Kamori Con and Ball, or do you get that as soon as like you know you purchase your ticket for the con itself? It's free, but uh, Kamori Ball is. I don't quote me on this. I'm on a podcast. You're going to quote me on this. I'm not it's, quoting you on an, this. There's an age limit on Kamori Ball. I. I, mean, I, I figured like 20 is it like 18 and up or 21 and up i think it's 18 but uh kids check the website okay yeah i know a lot of events for cons like like raves for example i know those usually you know 21 and up or 18 and over because some 
some of some convents actually you know serve alcohol yeah the we don't we don't serve alcohol or anything at uh at those events it's just a a different atmosphere so like kamori prom that's open to the teens i mean even younger children as long as they're accompanied um and it's it's more of a party atmosphere and then the kamori ball it's a it's a formal event and it's it's sort of it's kind of like a fancy night out i got you kind of like um i'm using an example here like the yule ball from harry potter yeah kind of like that okay all right that's interesting um what about like roughly five more minutes here <laughs> um do you happen to have like any uh con stories you'd like to share or cosplay stories or like horror stories or funny moments that have happened when you've gone to cons or done your cosplay in general um gosh i have some stories but i should probably moderate what i say because some of the things i'm not supposed to talk about as a volunteer that is that's um, completely understandable it's so I'm I'm thinking of of experiences that are that are good to talk about. Um, gosh, you know the the photo shoots are usually fun. I have no idea what to do with what to do with myself, um, and I always wind up doing something that I cringe about later. But having so many people who are interested in the same fandom together, like I usually go to the Ruby photo shoots and I mean, I don't, I don't know a lot of Ruby fans, but having them all show up in costume and taking pictures, that's, that's great. Well, that's, I love it. That's good. I know a lot of cons always have that one particular, you know, meet up for you know different fandoms um at a con i seen a couple uh, a couple years back they did a my hero academia one oh yeah i think they i'd be surprised if they didn't do one of those every year now um like i said a couple more minutes uh now are there characters that you've ever thought about cosplaying you know in the future like you know a character that you think oh i'm this I may cosplay this person. They they look, you know, interesting enough. Yeah. Um there are a lot that I want to cosplay. Um one of the reasons why I cosplay from Ruby so much is that all of the the outfits are so different. Sorry about that, folks. So as you were saying, challenge uh, trying about to the make uh, them. cosplay and uh, um, characters from Ruby that you may want to cosplay uh, later down the road. Yes. They're um there's a, a big bad in Ruby named Salem, and I think that cosplaying her would be a huge technical challenge, and I am totally here for it. Now, what what is uh, Salem? Uh, what is what do they look like? So um, Salem is uh, is sort of a, a witchy sorceress character. And uh, she's got crazy hair. It's it's got like this bun thing, and then these little sticks of hair that shoot out with little jewels on them. And it would it would re require full face paint because um, it's just like a bone white skin tone with dark veins all over. And I would need 
full sclera contacts, ones that would cover the whites of my eyes too. And it would be absolutely exhausting to wear, but it's so cool. It'd be basically worth it though. Yes, absolutely worth it. I've, I've seen cosplayers where they, you know, like despite how much of a pain in the butt it is, like they don't care if they're sweating, exhausted, like they'll, they'll go all out. I've seen a lot of cosplayers who will go all out just to, you know, show off that one cosplay. Oh yeah. Do you have any friends that have like done major cosplays like this? Like they know it's just, you know, going to make them sweat, pass out, but they still, they just soldier on anyway. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think if I know anyone who's done something like a full body paint or, or that level of involvement with, with the wig. I, I do know someone who has a fantastic poison ivy cosplay. And I know that she goes through a lot to, to try and uh, get that all together and looking as fabulous as it does. And it's amazing. Nice. So we got about 30 more seconds here. I guess, you know, this will be wrapping it up. Again, uh, Solstice Cosplay. I wanted, uh, you know, I want to thank you again for, you know, being a featured guest for this first episode of Cosplay Con Talk. Hopefully, you know, you can come back and discuss more topics. Yes, thanks for having me and Layla. <laughs> Again, uh, I'm Wayne the Unknown, joined here by Solstice Cosplays. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time, thanks for watching.